0: Star Wars 7x7 episode 1258 today's safe week continues it's almost over and we are talking about plot details from a different story altogether it's the story mode of Star Wars Battlefront 2 punch it chewy I'm Amy Rackwith with lattes with Leia and you're listening to Star Wars 7x7 the only daily Star Wars podcast Hey Rebel Rouser, welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and oh, we don't have much longer to wait. 40 hours to be precise, 40 hours from the moment this episode drops onto iTunes and your favorite podcasting apps. Holy crow. 7 p.m. Eastern Time is when I will be in a theater on Thursday with the family. Everybody's going. Brainstorm Lonnie, Quizmaster Joe, Scorekeeper Declan, all involved. And thank you so much to everyone who has been chiming in on Twitter, telling me where they're going to be seeing it and who they're seeing it with. That's been a really fun conversation. I'll be in Concord, New Hampshire myself. And depending on how things roll, because it's just... How it rolls in my little town. I may actually end up at a midnight showing here in our little hamlet. And listen, I'm not going to tell you anything you don't want to hear, so don't worry about it, but I finally broke down and looked at Rotten Tomatoes and wanted to see what the scoop was there. It has a 95% tomato meter rating from the top critics, specifically from the top critics. 43 reviews counted, 41 fresh, 2 rotten. I know it's only a thumbnail indicator, right? You can't really extrapolate a heck of a lot from it, but hey, take it for what it's worth. The Critical Consensus says Star Wars The Last Jedi honors the saga's rich legacy while adding some surprising twists and delivering all the emotion-rich action fans could hope for. So that's as much as I'm going to say. I'm just going to stop right there, okay? And that's as much for me as it is for you because, oh my gosh, all I want to do is dig into all of it and we just have to wait. We just have to wait another 40 hours. And we'll get there, all right? Hang in there. So let's distract ourselves, shall we? Let's talk about Star Wars Battlefront 2 and the story mode, which has some very fascinating stuff in it. And if you have not played through, then by all means, you know, if you don't want it spoiled for you, then save this for a later date. Otherwise, if you're okay talking about Battlefront 2 and story mode and what gets revealed, then let's just dive into it. And I wanna give a quick heads up and thank you to a gentleman named Anthony Welling who flagged. A YouTube walkthrough playthrough that I could check out that had all of the cutscenes and bits from the actual gameplay where dialogue is given and you find out things about what's been happening in the Star Wars galaxy at various points. So, thank you, Anthony, for pointing this one out to me. I really appreciate it, it's been very helpful. So here's the deal. It kicks off in between Empire and Jedi, and Aiden Versio, the commander of Inferno Squad, has been captured by the rebels and is being held on the Invincible Faith, which is a Mon Cal ship. Now... It falls into that old trope. She wanted to be captured, after all, because there was some sort of imperial transmission that the rebels intercepted, and she needs to get it away from them and make sure they never hear it. That they don't decrypt it in time to find out that the empire is setting a trap for them at Endor. In the transmission, you hear that the empire knows full well the rebellion is massing at Sullust to make their attack on the empire, and that they are preparing for it. So. In a sense, even though, obviously at the time, Idenversio thinks she's doing the right thing by keeping that information out of the hands of the Rebellion, boy, it sure worked out in the Rebellion's favor anyway. So yeah, that's a, a nice thing, thankfully. So good job, Iden Versio, getting that data away from them and then the next section cuts to the battle of endor itself so Aiden's dad who is also the head of inferno squad admiral garrick versio is in the eviscerator one of the star destroyers at the Battle of Endor, he is watching the battle unfold, sees the Super Star Destroyer Executor go down in flames, and he goes, Piat, you idiot, and finds out that Vice Admiral Ray Sloan has ordered a retreat. So I I'm pretty sure that we've heard previously that Ray Sloan was at the Battle of Endor. She, of course, has shown up in a couple of different novels, including A New Dawn, that would be the John Jackson Miller novel that featured Harrison Dula and Kanan Jarrus. It was the first novel in the new canon, as well as the Aftermath novels by Chuck Wendig, the ones that took place between the six-month mark and the one-year mark after the events of Return of the Jedi. Meanwhile, Inferno Squad is on the surface of Endor, and once they see the Death Star explode, Oh man, that's trouble. And they get called back to the Eviscerator and they have to make good their escape from Endor before the fleet takes off. So, as they're doing it, they are having a little banter back and forth. And Aiden is mad because somehow High Command has blown it again and let the rebellion destroy another Death Star. And her squad mate Gideon Hask is like um isn't that treason and she's like it's not treason if it's the truth so you were already seeing the start of fracture lines in Versio's squad anyway they make it back to the eviscerator and it turns out there is an emissary from the emperor there one of those crazy robots that has a hologram projection for emperor Palpatine inside of it and he's telling Versio that uh, Garrick Frisio specifically, that he has to help implement Operation Cinder. Now, if you were familiar with the comics, then you would know that Operation Cinder was a plan to launch a whole bunch of weather disruption satellites around various planets across the galaxy to basically scour all, you know, civilization from the surface. Naboo was targeted for one of these in the Princess Leia comic book series that came out a few years ago, and that's actually going to show up a little bit later on. But to make that happen, Aiden has to go on a couple of quote-unquote unusual missions first, one of which is to go to the shipyard at Fondor, that's F-O-N-D-O-R. For those of you spelling at home, and acquire some of these weather disruption experimental satellites. There, they're meeting Moff Wraith, who is aboard the Dauntless, which, if you recall from Rogue One, the Dauntless is actually the Star Destroyer that was hanging out over Jetta City prior to taking off before the Death Star tested its super laser. However, according to Wikipedia, apparently... This is not the same Dauntless. One was a uh, gosh, it's a an Imperial One Class Star Destroyer that was over Jetta. and according to Wikipedia, it's an Imperial Two Class Star Destroyer that we're seeing in Battlefront Two. What's the difference between two of them? Uh, I don't know, quite honestly. <laughs> I can't quite tell, but. I think the most exciting thing about these quote-unquote unusual missions is the one that Del Mico has to go on. He is tasked with finding and destroying an observatory of the emperors on the planet Pilio, P-I-L-L-I-O, and an observatory is basically one of palpatine's treasure troves slash experimental stations like the one that he had on jakku for example and who does Dell run into on pillio but none other than luke skywalker but as much as i hate to say it we are running long on today's podcast and so i'm going to tell you the story of luke and del miko on tomorrow's episode And after the break, we're going to do another giveaway for an unofficial Star Wars The Force Awakens trivia book. Stay tuned. This podcast is brought to you by Nissan Intelligent Mobility, and I guess the best way you can think about Nissan Intelligent Mobility is to kind of equate it to having an Astromech right inside your car, right? You know, the X-Wings will have Astromechs, but (laughs) in this case, it's not going to plot your hyperspace jump for you. What it is going to do, what Nissan Intelligent Mobility is going to do, is things like automatic emergency braking and blind spot warnings, and Nissan's new ProPilot Assist to keep you centered in your lane, and it begins the journey toward autonomous driving with advanced driver assist technologies you can learn more about it at sw7x7.com n-i-m yeah that's the initials for nissan intelligent mobility once again that's sw7x7.com slash n-i-m welcome back Alright, you can buy a copy if you want of the unofficial Star Wars, The Force Awakens trivia book at sw7x7.com/slash TFA. That's TFA for the Force Awakens, SW7X7.com slash TFA. That will take you straight to Amazon, where you can buy the hundred and sixty-odd page paperback book for just nine ninety-seven. Makes a fantastic gift for friends and family, and even one for yourself for that matter. But you do have a chance to win one, and here is again the brief rundown on the rules for that. First of all, you have to be 18 years or older. It's taking place on Facebook, so it's open to U.S. audiences only. Sorry to our international listeners about that. And it is not endorsed or affiliated with Facebook, so no worries there. And you have to find the Facebook post for this show's episode and put in a comment there, your answer to today's trivia question, which I'll get to in a minute. And if you're the first commenter with the correct answer, you win the book with a couple of caveats. Number one, it has to be your original comment. It doesn't have the edited tag on it. If it does, then it's disqualified. And you can only win once. So if you're the first person to answer on multiple days, it's only the first day that you're the fastest that you will be able to win a copy of the book. So without further ado, here is today's trivia question. This is question number 109 from the book, Who Does Finn Tell to Stay Calm? And again, this is at facebook.com slash sw7x7 where you're going to look for the post where you can put your answer in. Thank you so much for listening as always and may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you get those droids working out on the South Ridge, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And please support the podcast by joining us on Patreon at patreon.com slash SW7x7. It's not a power converter, it's Destiny Unleashed.